our spirit. What is it? Where does it go? Are we able to see them using our mind's eye? If so, just what can spirit teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diet Renee is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diet was born knowing spirit and now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. And now your host, Diet Renee. Monday morning, everybody. This is Diet here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. Um, this is a show of which I do talk of things of spiritual modality. Um, usually I start the day with something that spirit has given me, and then we move on to my guest, which today is Miss Deidre Sanford. Good morning, Tim. Uh, Miss Deidre is a psychic medium. She is also root cause therapy. She is also uh, the host here on WLTKDB.com of um, Self-care with Deidre Sanford. And I will tell you what, she's also a friend of mine. And I love her dearly. I can't even tell you how much I love this lady. Um, I sound much better. I'm still sick, Keith. I'm still sick. It's not as bad as it was, guys. But if you do see me blow my nose, I apologize. I had, I will tell you guys, when it comes to this nose, I had students come out to me like two weeks ago, three, well, three weeks ago now. And literally they, they got this message for me and they went, yeah. Spirit's telling us if you don't slow down, if you don't slow down, guess what? You're going to get sick. And I went, nah, I'll be fine. Nah, I'm not doing that much. I'm not doing, guess what? Yeah, I got sick. Um, so much better than I was last week. Still have a little bit to go. My ear is ringing, which is like driving. I've got like tonight going out of this ear. I know that'll go away soon because it's every day it's a little bit better. Um, but yeah, I got a little bit to go. So. Um, a lot of things have happened over this last week, though, guys. A lot of things have happened. And I'm telling you what, not a clue what I'm going to talk about today. Not a clue. But good morning, whoever is there. It says good morning. Facebook, Facebook user says good morning. Not sure who that is, but good morning back to you. Um, <laughs> too bad you don't know somebody who's really good at self-care. I probably wouldn't listen, Tim. I probably wouldn't listen. Deidre is probably going to be the first person who goes, and I don't listen. I suck at that. But let me tell you what's going on over the last week, other than me being sick, other than me being sick. Um, so this is what's happened is I got locked out of one of my email accounts, my longest running email accounts. <laughs> you know that feeling I don't keep. Now, this email account, I have, it's a Hotmail account. That tells you how long I've had it. I've had it for eons. My horoscopes go to that account. I mean, the only th pay thing I pay attention to that account is my horoscope goes there and my Neil Diamond Walsh goes there. Ah, yeah. So guess what I haven't had? Well, most of the week. Most of the week. And it's so funny because I came there and I literally went, oh, I don't care if I get that account back or not. I got locked out of it because I can't remember the password. Microsoft says, oh, you, you haven't given us enough information to say it to you. And I'm like, really? You keep sending the verification code to my phone and my email? That should be enough, but it is what it is. So I don't get Neil. And last week I was starving for Neil. I was starving for Neil. I'm like, oh my gosh. I went to the site. I literally subscribed to the current email that I have. I'm still not getting Neil. And I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do without Neil? What am I going to do without? And this showed up in my post box. See this? 
cutest baby. I got Neil Brugge's. A beautiful friend gifted this to me. And I will tell you what, I wanted to cry because that friend has no clue how important this book is to me. No clue. And, and now maybe they do. Because last week I lost Neil in my inbox. I didn't know how I was going to get Neil back. I'm going spirit. I need my Neil. I need that positivity. I need that better outlook because this is my, my Bible here, guys. Neil is my Bible that tells me, get your head out of your tush. Hello, Tony. It's, he says, get your head out of your tush. Look at things more positive. Look at things from a different angle. And I need my Neil. Point blank. And my friend has no clue how much this means. So what we're going to do today, because like I said, I have no clue what we're going to talk about. But one of people love to say, I know, isn't it awesome? And I'll tell you what. This is what you get in the middle of it. You get Neil. Lots of Neil. All kinds of Neil. That's awesome. So what we're going to do, because every page, every couple of pages, it's another thing of Neil. Okay? And it's a little bit better explained. So what we're going to do is we're going to flip a page. We're going to flip to a page. And that's what we're going to discuss today. Because, yeah, Spirit's given me different thoughts and different ideas. But I really wanted to use what I'm going to call the good book. <laughs> Because I love this book. Not only can I beat somebody with it because it's so big, but it's my happy place book now. So, oh, so we're just, we're going to read it. I opened it up and it opened up to page 346. There you go. You see it? Okay. You just saw Blue Jay. Pretty cool. So I'm going to read you what it says and then we're going to talk about it. How's that sound? It says... And the funny thing is, I was actually talking to somebody about this this morning, and so I can't make this up. It says, if you believe that life was meant to be a struggle, and that accidents happen because they do, it says, if you believe that life was meant to be a struggle, and that accidents happen because they do, I tell you this, there is no coincidences, and nothing happens by, in, by accident. Each event and adventure is called to yourself by yourself in order that you might create and experience who you really are. All true masters know this. Hey, Danny, how you doing? Oh, I miss you too, darling. I can't tell you. It's been a week and I want my Danny back. Um, I'm going to tell you. Let's, let's talk about this. I want to say this over again because I think it's just beautiful. It says, um, there is no coincidences and nothing happens by accident. Nothing. Each event and adventure is called to yourself by yourself in order that you might create and experience who you really are. All true masters know this. Now, you can put this literally in every aspect of life, guys. Every single aspect. Um, hi, Angela. There is absolutely no accidents. There is, you know, there is never a um, circumstance in life that really isn't going to happen. Okay, there's no coincidences. There's no accidents. Um, there's no shortcomings. There's no bad mistakes. There's, you know, what we like to call all those things that, you know, I mean, we really do. Why? Because I think sometimes at the end of the day, we want to get off the hook card. Okay. But really, hi, hi, May May. Is it May May? Is that May? Maj Maj or is it May? Please let me know from Ireland. Good morning, Miss I Miss Anne. So when I look at that, I'm not trying to sound harsh when I say that, guys, because I'm not, okay? But a lot of people come to me and say, oh, my gosh, I'm afraid to make a bad choice. 
I'm afraid that I'm going to do something. I'm afraid that I'm going to fail. I'm afraid that um, I'm making the wrong choices. I'm afraid that something has happened in my life and it's telling me this, that, or the other. I'm going to tell you right off the bat that everything in our lives, everything in our life is designed to make us or help us find the truer nature of ourselves, the truer nature, okay? You know, we're born with this amazing, amazingness at birth. We're born with it. And we are so open to the world. But as we're learning to speak, our mind is forgetting the other side. Isn't that kind of cool? As we're learning to speak, our brain is forgetting. And it's forgetting for good reason. Why? Because if we came into this lifetime with all the knowledge that we have from the other side, we really wouldn't experience much. We wouldn't learn much. And we definitely wouldn't grow. We definitely wouldn't grow. Okay? We definitely wouldn't grow. And it's it's insane how and guys I gotta slow down my breathing to my my talking today because my breathing is just kind of out of wonk today and I can already feel myself short of breath. <clears throat> but when I talk about this, guys, we look at a lot of different things in life. We look at so many different things in life and we're like we've made bad choices and it's it stopped us from getting someplace, or things have happened and it stopped us, or things have happened and we took it as a sign we're not supposed to do something. Okay. We do that all the time. I do it all the time. So I, I, I know other people do it all the time. And I'm going to tell you, you'll get those messages in here. And they do. They come in here and they come in here. When you hear in here, ooh, don't do that, that's going to be a message from the universe. Universe also gives us messages or breadcrumbs to follow, which is beautiful. But never have they ever said, we've fallen down, we've failed, or we made a mistake. And that's not supposed to happen. We can't grow unless we have accidents. We can't grow unless we have mistakes. I mean, think about a child, a baby, when it learns to walk. You don't pick it up at birth and put it on two feet and say, off you go. It's not going to happen. You know, a baby first has to learn how to hold its head up. And it's going to smash its forehead a million times. And trust me, parents laugh when this happens because it's so darn cute. It really is. Don't ask me why. But it's adorable when a baby smashes their face. <sighs> okay? It really is. And then they learn to hold up their head. And then they learn to sit up. And again, we laugh when they fall over. And then they learn to laugh because they know how cute they are. And eventually, a baby makes it to their feet. Now they'll hold on to the couch, they'll hold on to the end tables, they'll hold on to your knees, they'll hold on to your fingers a lot, they'll have little toys they push. In my granddaughter's case, in Sam's Club, we were pushing her cart, she was holding on to the cart, she was pushing the cart, that was how she was walking. All of a sudden she let go of the cart, guys, and she walked to the first thing she wanted to buy, which was a girl. Don't ask me why. It was bright, it was shiny, it was bigger than her, and she walked to it. But that's literally how it happens. Now, those babies, we watch them. What do they do? They fall. They smash their heads. They, bit, they bite the dust. They do it all repeatedly. And we giggle at them because they're so darn cute. But what happens? They learn to walk. They learn to do all these magical things. 
by falling on their face repeatedly. Repeatedly. Now, how do we take that into context into other things? Accidents, mistakes. How do we take that into context? Sometimes in our own life, guys, let's let's look at it the same aspect of anything in our own lives. Okay? We look at our own lives and we have failure over and over again. And we can't seem to get out of the shit we're in. Excuse the language, but we can't seem to get out of it. Okay. Um, we think about it over and over and over again. Why the hell is this happening to me? Why is this happening again and again and again? This is just my life. This is how it's supposed to be. This just sucks. It is what it is. Blah, blah, blah. And we get into this. I get into this. We all do. We all do. For me, I used to check. I used to pick bad people to be in my life. I used to draw in these people that were very negative for me. But because they seemed to need me, I feel better for me. I feel better about myself. And therefore, I take on these people that really, guys, at the end of the day, the lesson should be I see them coming and I put my fingers up. I go, no, no, do it your damn self. I don't need to take me down to help somebody else. Make sense? I don't need to keep picking the wrong people to be my partner in life based on a they need me purpose. They don't compliment me. I don't need them in my life. Now, that doesn't mean students and, and friends that need you sometimes. That's that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like myself. I, You know what? I notoriously picked the wrong type of men to be in my life. That bad boy that hasn't grown up yet. I need the bad boy that did grow up. <clears throat> you know? Um, but I found myself attracting the same type of person over and over again. I also did it with friends, the same type of person over and over again. One day I woke up and went, hmm, is this a sign? Hey, good morning, Paula. Is this a sign that I'm supposed to just be walked on in this lifetime? Is this a sign that my calling is to be a doormat for everybody? I went, no. When I finally got sick of it and I looked at myself and I went, this is bull. I'm not a doormat. I have self-worth. I'm gaining more self-worth. I look at myself and go, damn, you know what? You got a lot to give people when you do that. And then you look at the world and go, wait a second. I don't need to bring you. You do not need to be that doormat cat. Do not be the doormat. You start to look at people and go, you know what? That's not my role in life. And I recognized that I was drawing people into me. I was drawing situations into me because they made me feel good. Was I really helping anybody? No. I wasn't helping anybody. I was feeling better about me. Wow. So I had to change that around, guys. I had to change that around. I had to go, wait a second. This does not make me necessarily feel good, okay? That's not necessarily what makes me feel good, okay? What makes me feel good, and I will tell you, is when I have students come to me 
or clients come to me or people in general that come to me and say, wow, you've changed my life. And I look at them and go, wow, thank you for that honor. But I didn't do it. I had tools. I handed you tools. I showed you how to use your tools. But you did the work. That is what makes me feel good, is that I had tools that I was able to pass on to somebody else. And then they took those tools, whether it was to find purpose for their life, find closure within their life, find healing within their life, whatever it was in their life that they needed. And that makes me feel amazing. When not that long ago, not that many years ago, I was that person that wanted to fix your life. I wanted to go in and I wanted to fix it. I wanted to make you, oh, you're so welcome. I don't know who you are, but you were so welcome. Um, I used to go in and try to fix people. I used to go in and try to change people. People would show up at my doorstep and I thought my job was to change them. No, because I got very stressed. They didn't have anything happen good for them. And most people, honestly, at the end of the day, ran away from me. Why? Because I became a controlling person in their life. I tried to make them do what they needed to do, what I felt they needed to do. When I really found out my true purpose, yeah, it was to do that, but in a different manner. Because I can't force that on somebody else, just like they can't force anything on me. I can't force somebody else to change. Nobody can force me to change. But what I can do is say, hey, you want change? Here you go. Do with it what you want. You can either build a better you or you can build a better house. I do both. I don't care. But I had to fall on my face a lot, guys. A lot to get to that point. To go, oh, wait a second. This is what it is. Now, I will tell you, even in this journey, even in this amazing journey, I've had a lot of people that have come to me, maybe not a lot of you, that have come to me after the fact and went, you know, hey, Jen, oh, I appreciate you too, Jen. Thank you. Thank you, love. Now I'm going to see those little hearts and always think about you, just so you know. Um, and uh, <laughs> so I've had people come into my life that I have done that with. And they come back at you like, oh, my God, you know, and they take your tools and they kind of twist their tool. I've had a few of those. And I'll tell you what, sometimes you look at that and it, it takes you off balance. It takes you off balance and you go, wait a second. This is where sometimes things will come back at you and go, gosh, am I doing the wrong thing? Am I doing the wrong thing? Because I'm having some of the same situations come back at me. And I have to say no. Because I'm not drawing those people to me. I'm not. They see a light. They come. I give them the tools. They do what they need to do with it. Now, if life goes on, okay, if, if life continues, and they turn that into a negative, they turn it into a negative and kind of come back at me. My lesson at that point has got to shine that I've learned my lesson. I need to look at my life and go, I'm no longer allowing these type of people to come in to hurt me anymore. 
I don't live my life for this type of person. Even if I've given you, even if you've been a student or a client or a person on the street I've helped, and they come back at me like, oh my gosh, you did this, this, and that. I put my hand up and I put up a boundary and I go, you know what? My contract with you had nothing to do with me fixing your life. My contract with you had nothing to do with your ego. I've learned that. I've learned that through 50 years of putting, of not putting my hand up. It took me 50 years to learn to put up a boundary and to realize that nothing in this universe is creating my existence. Nothing in this universe is making me do anything that I do or do not want to do. But what I can do is put up my hand and put up a boundary and say, you shall not pass. Yes, we are going to the Lord of the Rings. You shall not pass. You shall not get to me. You shall not affect my life anymore. Because I like my life in a positive manner now. And there's never, and I want to get back to what Neil said, because there's never, this doesn't happen by coincidence. This does not happen by accident. When things come up to you, when things come up to you repeatedly, look at the underlining. Look at the underlining and say, what in my life does this resemble? What does this resemble? Has this happened before? Where is my fear in this? Where is my negative feeling in this? Let's get down to what the real fear is. And let's change the fear. Let's let go of the fear. Okay? Let's let it go. Let's, let's push it back. One of those fears, like I've shared with you guys over the years, is my fear of snakes. I have a hard time even saying fear of snakes anymore. Because even though I don't want to hold a snake, and I definitely don't want to own a snake, Okay, let's let's not go that far. I got a very healthy fear now. It's not this, oh my gosh, stop, drop, roll, and run. No, roll and just running. But I recognize what they are, and they're in my life now. I go garden. I'm like, there might be a snake in here, but I know it's more afraid than I am. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna watch for its tail, or I'm gonna watch for its head, and I'm gonna get out of its way. I'm not gonna run to the other side of the yard, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let it give its time because I know it's fearful of me too. I also know a snake to me represents death. Not all snakes kill, though, do they? At least not humans. But I have a past life. I have two past lives where snakes were huge aspects of death for me. So I have to look at that. What is my fear? What is, what is my fear of a snake? My fear of a snake is death. Does it make sense if I live in North Carolina or South Carolina where they got nine deadly snakes? Makes a lot of sense. Does it make sense when I live in Texas? Maybe. Maybe not so much. Because you know what? They got they got rattlesnakes, they got copper or copperheads. I don't I know they got some more, but those are two major ones. Got some water moccasins near the water. But literally, when you talk to most people in Texas, they'll tell you, I've never seen a snake. Never seen one. So is my fear a healthy one in Texas? Nope, it's 
It's not a healthy fear, is it? North Carolina, South Carolina might be a different state because it gets a lot more, but I don't live there either. Okay. And I will tell you, even if I come upon one, I got to go, what's the coincidence in there? What's the reason for this? And I'm not going to say coincidence because there is no coincidence. What's the reason for me coming upon this? What is this? Because I have a fear of this. What is the reason for me to come upon this, look at this and see this? And then go forward with it. Okay. So today, guys, I want you to look at those things in life. I want you to look at those things that you feel are coincidences, that you feel are accidents, that you feel are so drastically affecting your life. And I want you to look at the root cause of it. Hey, that's dangerous. That's dangerous. But I want you to look at why. I want you to dig down deep and go, why am I allowing this to affect my life? Why am I letting this in to possibly destroy me and all of my happiness? And when you do that, good morning, Stephanie. When you do that, then you can find a solution. And Tiet's book, The Life Lessons from Snakes. Exactly. But that's where you're going to find your solutions, guys. And then you're going to realize that things do happen in our lives. But sometimes they happen not to stop us, but to open our eyes and go, wow. A deeper understanding, a deeper growth. So with that being said, guys, there is no coincidences. There is no accidents. Really, all we have is a lot of life purpose. Good morning, Sylvia. A lot of reasons to be in, a lot of reasons for growth. Okay? So next week, we're going to use Neil again for something else. I don't even know what. What makes life better? The game of life. Ooh, that would be a big thing. That'd be a whole show, the game of life. Either way, guys, we're going to take a quick station because I hug my new book. And uh, we're going to bring in Deidre Sanford in a little bit. This is Giat here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. See you after the break. dancing guys i'm over here dancing i love i love the sound to wltkdb can't even tell you good morning welcome back here to school through spirit 
Um, I am Diet here on WLTKDB.com. Before I bring in Deidre, I want to tell everybody happy Memorial Day. Um, I really want to send out a remembrance to all the vets out there that we have lost um, while in the line of service. I also want to bring up, guys, and, and um, a very special thank you to somebody that wasn't a vet. But I always put in that category. Always put in this category. Okay, so I'm going to digress a little bit before I bring in Deidre, and I wanted to send a big thank you out to um, my sister Jackie. Okay, she has been gone for over 10 years, but when I think about Memorial Day, I think about her. No, she was never a vet. No, she never served in the military. Um, so I know the whole world is going, why would you think about her? And it's because she is one of the most patriotic women I know. Beautifully patriotic, beautiful person. Not only was she raised in a very patriotic family, but on this day, for, for many, many years, our grandfather literally was the flag person for Beloit, Wisconsin. And all the flags that used to go out all over Beloit, Wisconsin, all the flags that were all over the town for that went out on Flag Day, um, he would store in his garage. And every year would go out and take and hang every single flag. And when they were time to come down, he would bring them all down and fold them properly, each and every one of them. And she was born and raised with that all the time because she was raised with our grandparents. And grandma was auxiliary. Grandpa was obviously veteran. Um, my sister was poppy princess the whole 10 yards. Her story didn't continue when they passed away, but her story really continued. And where it came with the vets is because she worked for TSA, DFW, um, TSA DFW, um, Texas, and she was the lead for a terminal down there, and they called her Huggy. And the reason why she called her, they called her Huggy was one, yeah, she hugged everybody, but she had a rule. She had a rule. No soldier was allowed to go through her terminal without getting a hug goodbye because she knew that might be the last hug they ever get stateside, and they deserved that. So she made it her life's mission for nine years to hug soldiers. And gave them each a message that when they returned home, they were supposed to find her and give her the hug first so that she knew they were all safe. Even the USO down there in DFW had to put up a thing that Huggy had passed away because so many soldiers were returning from war and she was not there. So even though she wasn't a soldier, guys, I always put her in that movement because she made so many soldiers that came home and did not come home home that last hug that last line before they went over with hope and love so happy memorial day to everybody i don't even want to say happy just memorial day you know what to all those that we've lost all those that stood up for us all those that um you know and i do i know it's the united states holiday but i really want to say happy memorial day to every country out there that has lost soldiers to combat to war to whatever, you know, and I want to say thank you to all those people that support hugely and that have passed, maybe not in combat, but are remembered by those soldiers that did love and have since passed. Um, with that being said, um, I want to talk about Miss Deidre. Miss Deidre Sanford, again, is a psychic medium. She's phenomenal. Um, and she is a root life cost cause therapist she's her healing is 
phenomenal. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm going to have to hook up with her one of these times and have it done because um, I know i got issues. And um, she's also a host here of, of um, excuse me, self-care with Deidre Sanford. Let's welcome in Miss Deidre. I can't see her, but I know she's there. Oh, my God, she lives. I see her. I can't hear her now because she's muted, but I see her. There she is. Hi. I got her. Oh, my God, I got her. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Dove. How are you? I am well. How are you? I'm well. I'm getting better. I'm getting Go better. Ahead. This has been a week for me of going recover. recover. Good morning. Lori says morning. good morning, Deidre. I see her. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So, Miss Deidre, let's talk about you. All things okay. Deidre. All things Deidre. So, tell everybody about you. Tell everybody. Oh my you. gosh. I want to start the beginning. I was born. born. Pardon me. Just I was born plain white woman. The age of <laughs> that's a good start. Sorry. My my journey hasn't been that different from so many. You know, we have these experiences in childhood. No one knows how to really support it, and so we back away from it. We hide it. We keep it inside ourselves. We make different choices to distance ourselves from. I don't know the voices, the visions, the information coming in. I went through my addiction cycle. To your point, talking about bringing in the wrong people or trying to help people who aren't really ready to be helped. Cycles of that, cycles of that. Um, and then I just learned, you know, and it's funny because Todd and I had said earlier today before the show and you guys brought it up, Keith was in saying the same thing. I actually said to somebody once years ago, probably not in the best possible way at the time, if you want to stop being a doormat, get up off the floor. Yeah. And in that same moment, I thought, oh, am I talking to this person or am I talking to myself? Mm, yeah. So it's it's been a life of you gotta have what you gotta have in order to get where you're supposed to be. You Isn't know? that true? Yeah. Isn't that true? Oh my God, that's true words there. It's crazy. You know? I know it, it always reminds me of somebody that I was talking to not that long ago about my own worth. And it was crying. And they're like, Why are you crying? I'm like, I don't have much self-worth and blah, blah. And this literally was only a few months ago. And oh, I'll on. never be as good as you. I'll never be this. I'll never be bad. And they looked at me like, oh, for fuck's sakes. I mean, oh, you know, excuse my language. I, I woke up this morning. I declared I was going to clean up my mouth so I'd sound real professional. I'm really not going to do this today. But <laughs> anyway, it took that moment for me to go, wait a second. Yeah. Putting you on a pedestal, I demean myself. Wow. That's... I automatically take my self worth because I put I I value you so much that I'm going to put you up here, mm -hmm. but because I stand down here looking up to you, boy, I keep myself down, don't I? That's funny that you brought that up because don't tell me you have me on a pedestal. Oh no, I heard your fangirl speech months ago. Okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> no, what I was going to say is, I years ago would say, uh, don't put me on a pedestal because I'll jump off. Mm -hmm. And I had forgotten that I had ever said that to anyone, but the context in which you bring things to us weekly, um, 
bringing this in today made me hear that in a whole different way than I think I've probably ever said or heard it before. There's a difference between putting someone on a pedestal and valuing them more than you than you value yourself and appreciating all that that person has shown you, taught you, all the tools they've given you. Um, big difference. And see, I'm like, you can either bring me off the pedestal and we can walk together yeah. or put me on the pedestal. I'm going to yank you up and then we're going to look at all the pedestals in front of us and we're going to play leapfrog. Mm -hmm. We're going to see who breaks the leg first because we're doing this journey together. <laughs> but that's part of what makes you amazing you and the fabulous teacher that you are for all of your students. And I don't mean just students who are enrolled in your classes. I mean, students who come to your show to learn, to hear, to expand through the messages that you bring to us every Monday morning and on Tuesday nights, of course, too. And when I show up to Tuesday nights, this show is about you, not about me. Whatever. Just, you know. <laughs> Whatever. Thank you. But we need to talk about you today. So uh, maybe we'll have a show sometime where I have you jump on and interview me instead. But <laughs> come join me. That would be. Hey, openings in July. Come join me. There you go. There you go. So I I do want to talk about your journey because I know your journey has been. I know the journey just over the last year, and I've seen you go up and down and up and down. Lots of tears, lots of laughters, lots of trust. I mean, I have personally seen the struggle is real. You yeah. know what I mean? And I. And I, I asked you to come on because I really, truly believed you were at a point, and I hope I'm right, that you were like, I can talk about this journey. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because so many people do talk about, like you said, our journeys are a lot alike. You know what I mean? Everybody's journeys really are similar. We have different people, different characters, different you know, yeah. settings, whatever. But really, when you get to the core of it, it's a lot alike. But I also know for you, your journey is very fresh because it's been like this year, you know what I mean, of you finding you and your personal growth. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I really wonder, and I know this is raw, and, and I hope you don't mind sharing this, no. you know, because you've had a ton of it, but sharing it and letting people know that this journey, this spiritual journey is, it's not for the faint of heart. <laughs> you might, you might think, oh, we just go to church and we say some Hail Marys and we go home. No, this no. is. <sighs> yes. Keith Diet is an amazing teacher. <laughs> And this journey over the last year that she's referring to, she's been instrumental in so many ways. Um, I, I gave you met... tools and, and forced, I tied them to your hands. That's all I did. I, yours I tied. I will admit, yes, I gave you tools. She tried to give them back. And I, I duct taped them to her hands. And then mm -hmm. I put that tape over that. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even let her pick out her own color. I just cut off the circulations and said, you're not letting go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but you had to. And the journey is a lifelong journey. Absolutely. You've talked about your journey. We share some things. One um, I just mentioned is different relationships through our lives, learning that they're teaching us about ourselves, yeah. learning the lesson of discernment in that, especially in our, in our personal lives, we're not designed to save, help, heal anyone. We're only responsible for handling, handing them tools. They get to do what they want to with them. Right. Um, so the last year, as you said, you duct taped tools to my hands. I tried to wriggle out of them. And you know what? At some point, I finally just took a sigh, held my nose, threw my arms up in the air, and jumped in with both feet. She does, Paula. She certainly tells it like it is. And some days it hurts. But it's what we need. 
I told somebody this morning, Deidre, if Biden dies, I hope I, I literally said, hey, God bless Biden. I don't want him to die. But I literally told somebody this morning, if Biden dies, you better not take on that responsibility. Yeah. I said, because wow. that man's carrying a lot on his shoulders and nobody needs that. Oh, man. So God bless him. him. I'm not threatening. I don't, I'm not meaning anything. I want him to live a very, very long time. But <laughs> it was the same concept. Hey, you know. When we put our feet on this path with intention to be on the path, everything changes and really everything has to change because we're not here to help others through our judgment. We can assist by sharing our lessons. And although lessons may be very similar, they're very individual. So we can share what we've learned, we can share our experiences, but how those with whom we work choose to internalize that is entirely on them. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, when you make doing this work a conscious choice, and you warned us, your life turns upside down and inside out. And all you can do is jump in, hang on, and look for the lessons. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know... I, I'm sure you had something in particular that you wanted to draw out. Well, well you know, what? Well, what is the difference? I, the biggest thing is because yours, I mean, granted, you, you know, as everybody knows, your journey started years before you met what? me. Yeah. Years before you met me. But when you met me, you went, you know what? This is what I want. This is what I want going forward. I want to jump in with two feet. Let's do this. And you then know, I ran away. And then you that ran was, away. But That was like six years ago, Diet. <laughs> okay. You came back. Um, how, what is the difference between you a year ago and now a oh, year wow. ago of consciously starting to put this, you know, because people don't realize I, I tell people I live a spirit filled life, which means mm -hmm. I, I live with spirit. I work with spirit. I listen to spirit. I argue with spirit. I don't always <laughs> do what I'm supposed oh, yeah. to do. And then spirit goes, ha ha, you're going to do that twice or five times, whatever it might be. You know what I mean? Um, but my life is I'm dramatically changed. And as they give me lessons. I continue to change. So yeah. what is the difference of you, you know, a year ago where you weren't living a spirit filled life and you weren't living a conscious differentness difference to what you are today? I think conscious is the word you just took right out of my mouth. Um, I now consciously choose to ask for help Ooh. from spirit. I consciously choose to ask for the information. Um, hey, I'm standing at a crossroads. I have this decision. I have that decision. And well, right up until yesterday morning, right? I mm -hmm. had a decision. I had a choice I could make. And I made my choice. And I went and I carried out some of the steps to make that choice to come to fruition. And I got in the car and I started to come home and I felt heavy. And I thought, oh, man, I wasn't listening. I didn't allow myself to choose what felt light and open. Mm -hmm. I'm aware of it more in the moment or yeah. very shortly thereafter. I don't have to wait to be turned completely upside down and inside out in other ways that bring on anxiety and sadness and days of what feels like depression and torment over having made a life choice or a daily choice that didn't pan out the way that I had hoped that it would. Right. Like you said, we still argue with spirit. <laughs> I'm like, I ain't doing that. Mm. But the information is there for me to choose between right. what I think is best and what spirit is saying. No, this is, this is your opportunity. This is where you need to go. This is the choice. I love that. It gets easier. 
It does. Life gets easier when you start paying attention to what you're hearing, seeing, feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm always a firm believer that when you um, when you get that feeling in here and you're like, God, I don't want to make that choice. I don't mm-hmm. want to make that choice. I don't want to make that choice. But you force yourself into that choice. I don't. Nope, I think he's outside there. Um, we got a missing grandson. He'll he'll show up. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> um, but I I'm a firm believer that even though we have to make some of the really really hard choices in here, mm-hmm. when you go through them, you find out the choice maybe wasn't as hard as you thought it was going to be, and life might be a lot easier on the other side. Absolutely. Yeah. On the other side of transition, I've been through a lot of transitioning this year myself. My father passed away, and this wasn't. You've had problems, you've had friends, you've had. (laughs) It's crazy. Yes. One of them showed up to me. Well, my friend who passed away. Yeah. I became concerned on Tuesday, kind of let it roll because they're a very private person. They were probably still are. Um, Very private person. And I could tap on the door, but this was also a teacher and a mentor who had become like family to me. So I was really resistant to just follow my gut, right? I remember that, yeah. Pound on doors. And that morning they showed up, knocking on glass. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? And I knew before I left the house, I knew what had already happened. I knew he'd already transitioned. Right. Yes, there was some anger and frustration. Yeah. Um, you called me that morning. I remember I was that. just going to say, I called you and there was some anger and frustration with myself mm-hmm. for not having acted sooner. I don't know that my acting any sooner would have changed the outcome of anything, Probably but not. it certainly would have let him know that I was still here. I still cared and that I was concerned. And I lost that opportunity at that time to show that concern, mm-hmm. but I've been able to show it since then. And they knew anyway. And well, and that's just it because I, I I remember that us talking that morning and you're going, yet I've known, I've known. My intuition was telling me, and I'm like, but we're gonna find out when you get there. He's been gone as many days or as much time as you've been thinking about him. Yeah. And it was just that initial intuition was, he's letting you know I've left. Mm-hmm. Listening. You were already gone when you got the first hit. Mayhaps. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's huge. That's hard. That's really hard to go, wow, could I have made a difference? Probably not. No. But your intuition was saying this was happening. Mm-hmm. So learning to pay attention, learning to follow my information, my gut instinct, what spirit is telling me unabashedly. And that can still be hard in daily life from time to time. Yeah. Working with clients is a whole different arena, I think. Because I know that that is my role to share what I'm getting, to talk about that, to put out the information I have in a way that my client's going to be able to be receptive and then we can work together. Um, but it's it's a major, <clears throat> excuse me, it's such a big difference. Yeah. Open, being open, remaining open, not shutting down. And I shut down now in a different way. Mm-hmm. Instead of closing off to everyone and everything and hiding by myself in my room and feeling all of the anger and frustration and whatever yuck is coming up, yeah, I still feel the stuff. It's essential. We can't move through it unless we experience it. Right. 
but the questions I ask myself now are different. What is this situation or this person showing me about myself that I don't like, mm -hmm. that I need to work with, a step towards shadow work, which is so essential, but we can't do it 100% on our own because we're still processing through our filters when we do some of that work. Right. Um, and and I, I get to look at that and I get to say, ooh, yeah, I don't like that about me and I need to work on that. Or I can say, mm, maybe, but what else can I learn? So is that what root cause therapy is about? Let's talk about that because you're a root cause therapy person. I am. And it's you're like, I am. And that's I a am. lot. If you think about that, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what it all talks about, but when I hear root cause therapy, I'm thinking shadow work from hell. <laughs> yeah. That's what, well, yeah. Usually, a, that's what I hear in my head. Like, no, I don't want to do this no more. And you're going to make me. do. That's like, the fun part is. Oh, that's the I don't fun want to part. Do this no more. <laughs> I don't want to stand in my own way anymore. Right. I want to understand why I'm standing in my own way. Mm -hmm. um, I always tell my clients, come hydrated, bring a box of tissues. And this work is not for the faint of heart. Right. So my favorite clients are the ones that hear that and they go, give me more. Let's do this. Because it, it is life-changing work. And in order to get my certification, I had to go through the process. I had to be a client. And that was part of Dark Night of the Soul. Yeah, a little bit, Keith, a little bit, but with more tips and tricks along the way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I That's part of why I got to where I could do the work that you and I have done. Right. So I had amazing tools. So with root cause therapy, my clients come to me and they're like, I don't know, I want to achieve X. I want to have Y in my life. And every time I try, I get this close and everything falls apart. Okay, let's let's talk about self-sabotage, but let's not because that's a really negative phrase. That's a phrase that makes us all raise our hackles. Mm -hmm. So let's look at why. There are some similarities if you think about manifestation, the law of attraction, you need to be vibrating at that space of what you want to bring in. Mm -hmm. That's such a difficult concept for so many of us to wrap our heads around. So what is it within you or me that's resisting this change we want to bring about? Mm -hmm. And since you brought up self-worth earlier today, let's try that one. Let's try it. Let's try it. Else. <laughs> no, we're not trying it on anyone today. This the first session is a really long session. And there's a lot of work and there's a lot of fun too. Right. But if self-worth is the issue, mm -hmm. we're gonna go work with your subconscious or unconscious mind. Okay. You know, and to think about the fact that only five percent of our choices, actions, emotions, thoughts are driven by our conscious mind. Right. Everything is run by our subconscious. So let's go talk with the subconscious and find out where did my belief that I don't have worth come mm -hmm. from? Is yeah. it from a past life? Is it from your present life? Was it before, during, or after birth? Yeah. Oh, then, I, know, I know where mine came from. So, Do you? Oh, yeah. Mine came actually from the womb. Yeah. Yep. And that's exactly... It, that's funny because I was just going to say it's that during birth mm -hmm. that makes 
clients go, wait, I'm not sure I know what that means. It's okay. Your unconscious or subconscious mind, you'll you, your innate self, your soul knows what that means. Right. But yeah, those nine months in the womb, that mm -hmm. moment yeah. in the delivery room, the reactions of the people in the delivery room, specifically mom and dad, right. those can affect how we perceive ourselves forever, but we don't know that. Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, I, and like, I do know mine. It was like, you know, my mother was pregnant in high school. You know, did mm -hmm. she try? No. Was it a man that she was deeply in love with? Maybe at the time, you know what I mean? But gosh, still, you know, scared. 1970s, early 1970s. Oh, man. Can you imagine the fear? I can't, ima I can't imagine the fear she had. I can't imagine the self-doubt she had. You know, what am I going to do with my life? Did I just mess my life up? Did I not? Oh, my gosh, I got to get married because that's what, you know, all of that comes. And you know what? Nobody realizes that when you have a baby in here, that baby's taking on all mommy's feelings. Yep. They, and mommy's not trying to do that because, gosh, yep. no mom wants their baby to feel that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, But it's all natural feelings. It's all 110% natural Oh my gosh, you know what? I know what my mom was feeling. I get it. Doesn't mean she didn't love me. Doesn't mean she didn't want me. But it came with a lot. I'm 18. I'm not out of I'm not even a high school graduate yet. And I'm gonna marry a loser. Yeah. <laughs> that she didn't know was a loser at the time, you know what I mean? Right. And whatnot. He had, they had to get married to turn into a loser, but it is <laughs> what it is, you know. Uh -huh. So, but yeah, I know where my where my initial self-worth came from, and I know I've fought that my whole entire life. But it wasn't until I did some work that you do, you know, a type of root cause therapy mm -hmm. that I found that went, oh, damn. Are you talking about path life regression? Yeah. Yeah. So in root cause therapy, one of the things they teach us as we're going through our certification process is don't call yourself or don't say that we're doing past life regressions. Right. We do. Mm -hmm. but in the form of timeline travel. Yes. So we can go back initially. Yeah. yeah. We can go back and drop back into that past event. I had a past life um, regression session too, and I learned so much, mm -hmm. but I feel like there's a step that we use in root cause therapy that is not part of past life regression, past life regression from my experiences. I went back and I, I saw the experience. Mm hmm and I just kind of looked around and understood how I felt and what happened. And then I came back. Yep. We're going to hang out there longer. Yep. We're going to hang out there longer in um, root cause therapy. And we're going to use somatic exercises. We're going to identify the emotion, find where it is in the body. We're going to turn it up as high as we can mm -hmm. and just sit with it right. until it starts coming down on its own. And we're going to release those emotions. I love that. Because the emotions of that moment are what's clouding the lens. So how do you do that when you do that? Because I know like with mine, I've done I've done past life regressions which yeah. and hypnosis. Which I love it. I'm an addict. Actually, I haven't had it in quite some time. So, But when I have an issue, I go there. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Um, yeah. and, and to find it where, whether it's past life or this life or whatever. But I know for myself when, um, I can't even tell you what it was. It was like, get a free session, do this, blah, blah, blah. And that's where I found mine. I have no clue. I, I it might have been bars. I think it might have been bars. I'm not quite sure what it was. Anyway, like for myself going through it, it was like they asked a series of questions until we got to it. And in my head, 
all those questions were going to leave me to daddy. I have daddy issues. I okay, my daddy's a jackass. I mean, my dad, if you still love me, tell you he's a jackass. You know what I mean? It is. He's a great guy now that he's dead. He's like my best friend. He's awesome. I'll tell you, I got the best dad in the world. He had to die to get there, but booyah, he's awesome. Anyway, I thought I had daddy issues for obvious reasons. Okay. Right in the book. You can read it in the book. Why I would assume that. But really when all those questions came about, they went down to, I had womb issues. Mm-hmm. And I went, whoa. So it was a series of questions that just kept going. And then, and then, and then, and then, and yeah. then. So is that how it works with root cause therapy too? It's, it is and it isn't. Okay. Um, Bring it on. Let me hear. Tell me. I lead the session. Okay. My clients do the work and my clients do the work at the subconscious level. So I do ask questions. The main questions I ask are, what emotion comes up? Where are you feeling it? Can we turn that emotion up? Once we've cleared the emotion, we do that with as many emotions as our client identifies. Right. Let's clear that lens because we already already know the emotional process that we go through as people clouds our lens and we can't see the truth. Right. So we're going to clear that lens and then we're going to ask the sub or unconscious mind of ourself in that moment, what's the truth? Right. So I had a client who didn't think she was loved. Okay. And her father made jokes about how much she wanted a son. Mm. She was, she was a girl. So from nine months in the womb to the moment she popped out and he held her the first time, oh, I don't have a son. That was the moment. And that's the one where my mediumship skills came in. Well, that's okay. Bring it in. dad popped in and said, oh, and explained things. And they talked about it. So thanks, Mm -hmm. Teresa. Um, I do ask those questions, but the questions are led by what the client's unconscious or subconscious mind is feeding back. What happened in that event? What's the emotion? Now, what's the truth? Right. We go into um, lots of different types of events, and some of them can be potentially big emotion evoking. So we do have a safety button that we can build in for clients that they can press typically on the hand, that they can press to bring themselves back to the moment and stay in their meditative state to go through the process. So there's Mm -hmm. that safety button there. But once, once we get out of those emotions and we can see the situation more clearly and more objectively, we can see that some of these limiting beliefs that we have aren't ours. Mm-hmm. We're formed based on our perception of something that was happening outside of us with someone else. And we can see that person in the situation so much more clearly. We right. can say, oh, it wasn't about me. It was about this person's control issue or this person was hiding that and I mistook the statement as about me, but it was about them. Right. And we bring those lessons back up into the current time in the timeline session. Okay. Okay. I love that. That okay. is... Did that answer your question? It did. And I appreciate that because I'm like, wow, that ends up being pretty, pretty wow. Yeah. I mean, it really does. I mean, see, um, I can imagine the emotional roller coaster 
They're emotional. Like you walk in going, oh, I feel a little heavy. I know I need to be here. But really you're walking on going, she beat me up. Oh my God. You know what I mean? Like I was going to go for tacos tonight and screw that. I just want margaritas now instead. How many sessions does a person usually need is what Lori's asking. That's a great question, Lori. Thanks. It, it really depends on what my client's objective is. Okay. So I think most of us, most of your viewers already know that the United States isn't hugely receptive to um, complementary healing modalities right. as far as like our insurance doesn't pay for so many of them. And it took years to get even chiropractic and acupuncture covered by health insurance. Um, this, that, excuse me, the Center for Healing in Melbourne, Australia offers the certification for the program and it ran as a walk-in or appointment clinic in mm -hmm. Melbourne for years. And mostly they treated addiction and mental health issues. Okay. Talk therapy is amazing. And there is some talk therapy built into this, but it depends, Lori, to answer your question, it depends on what the client wants to work on. So if we're working on something like self-worth, if we're working on emotional spending issues, relationship with self, that can be one session. It can be three sessions. When we deal with something a little bit stronger and heavier in our lives, like addiction, mm -hmm. six weeks, once a week for six weeks, it really depends. And it's really guided by our by the clients. Mm -hmm. And I think, I mean, to myself, I would be like, okay, it, how open are you to this? Are you willing sure. to walk in and go, <sighs> you know what I mean? And it might take a couple of sessions, but my thought is if you have somebody walking in going, I don't know what this is. I, I can think I know what this is, but I, 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 you know what? I'm just, just, here's my heart. Do what you got to do with it. Let's, let's make this work. I'm thinking that would take less sessions than somebody that right. is like, I'm not, I don't want to deal with this. Right. Here's the thing. We all have a conscious idea or we all have an idea in our conscious mind of what we want to work on. Mm -hmm. What if that's not really what you need to work on? What if you're standing in your own way and, and identifying the issue that you want to get to the root cause of? Right. We eliminate that. Mm -hmm. And that's that's part of the separation between talk therapy and this kind of work. Yeah. Part of the first session when we sit down and talk together about, you know, what goal is it you have that you're not able to reach or maintain once you get there, you fall fall off your effort. It doesn't take as much effort after the work. We're going to do sway testing. So we're going to ask your body, what's the truth of the statement? Is it yes or is it no? With my with the client we were just talking about who didn't believe she was loved and had very little self-worth, it's when you say the statement, I am loved, mm -hmm. your body is going to either lean into, yes, I am, or pull away from the statement of, I am loved. It's a negative for you. Right. For her, she leaned forward, and that's when her father stepped in. And as soon as she leaned forward into the statement, I am loved, she started crying because that's not the response that she expected from her body. Right. So those are the things that we work on, the things our body tells us. Let's work on this. And as you can imagine, our limited beliefs or limiting beliefs can be tied to each other. If you go into a situation believing you don't have any self-worth, and you don't have a pleasant experience because of that belief, you you might pile on more beliefs. Right. I'll never get better. I'll never be able to do this. I'll never be able to shine. I'll never be able to grow. Once we 
really are working at root cause, we can eliminate exponential things that are standing in the way. So the, the rule of thumb is we can do, we can consciously choose to work on three, up to three limiting beliefs per session. Okay. My client's body will tell us when we're done. Sometimes it's just after one because it was some really deep, heavy work. Right. Um, maybe we'll clean up two or three other ones attached to that one though. So, so can you do this online or does it have to be in person? Most of my sessions are done by Zoom. Really? Yeah. With the energy work, in any respect, energy work, um, psychic readings, mediumship readings, Reiki, pranic healing, uh, that can all be done online as well. Right. Because, you know, universal energy, we're all one, everything is tied together. So the one-on-one -on -one conversation is is important and essential to to developing the, the safety, the trust, the rapport, and the understanding right. of what we're going to work on. That first session is a long one. The first session is the chat, the discovery, um, reading where our emotions are. And that's one of the fun things about this as well. We'll sit down in session one and we'll rate where are my emotions in my life on a scale of one to 10. Right. And then come the third session, we're going to rate those again with the understanding that things change daily anyway. Right. And that last session is fun because the last session has a future healing. We're going to go visit what your, un what your unconscious mind can show you about the future in your timeline. Love that. And we've cleared limiting beliefs. So you get an opportunity to get a glimpse of things to come for you that you just never dreamed you'd be able to achieve. I love that. That sounds, she helped me heal over five lifetimes. One was over a hundred year lives ago. I love that. Oh, I did put that up there. I can't even read today. I love that. Teresa is one of the testimonials on my website. And I appreciate the fact that she was willing to step forward and say, Hey, I did this work. I love that. Okay. What is your website? Because I went looking into your Facebook. It's not there and it should be there. It should be there. Hmm. It's not there. My website is my name. It's D-E-I-D-R-E-L Sanford. S-A-N. F is in Frank. O-R-D is in David. And as I spell that out one more time, kind of makes me feel like we're going to have to change the name of that website. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Let's go down to Deidre. Let's go down to Deidre. I'm learning my, I, I mean, you can do whatever you want, but I will, this went from a girl that went from Diet and I used my last name to Diet Renee, which is my middle name. I've gone down to just Diet, just Diet. And when I can afford to pay Todd to redo my website, you know what I mean? Or change right. all that, it's going down to Diet.com. Call it a day. There you, you go. Know? But that's going to take a little bit. He just can't magic one being done. You know what I mean? So he's amazing. He's flipping is. I mean, people don't even know. People no. don't even know. And I mean, I'm going to tell you guys, if you don't believe and oh my God, hiring a website designer, go look at mine, dietrene.com. Todd did the magic of mine. Mm -hmm. America, I know he's going to, we're waiting for my newest photo shoot to come in so I can hand him all those pictures. And he's like, upgrade. I'm like, upgrade. Let's do this. You know, but go look at my website because I'll tell you what, Todd, the producer here, is a website guy. Yep. He is so phenomenal. It's so clean. It's so warm. It's and organized. It's beautiful. Oh, isn't it though? I'll tell you what. I can't, I can't preach enough about Todd and how. Yeah. And he probably stepped away to go get coffee, so he's not hearing any of this. 
No. But he's a rock star. <laughs> I got busted at all. Thank you. Uh, no, Todd, thank you for and being I, Yeah, amazing. exactly. Because yeah. I'll tell you what. Again, go look at my website. But here's Deidre's. Deidre will be changing hers down to Deidre.com very soon. <laughs> well, I don't know. Even Deidre has so many spelling variations, it's difficult. That's all. How many yets do you think? Do you know what I found not that long ago? Uh, but my name is Diet Renee, right? Some, I got multiple, multiple messages one day. Somebody has hacked you. Somebody's cloned you, blah, blah, blah. And it's Diet Renee, R-E-N-E-E, -E -E, though. So I literally messaged her. Her names are similar. And they went, yes, it is. And that was the end of that. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, they're not trying to be a medium. So we're good. And I'm not trying to be them. It's just, who would have thought? Right. Do. Do. Uh -huh. Leave me out there. No, no. Agree. I'm still unique. <laughs> you know. I have you and your skills that you've shared with me and the tools that you've given me to help to thank you. I have you to thank for, yes, a, a lot of that development and giving me the tools, <laughs> forcing on me the tools <laughs> to help myself and right. to help my clients. Yeah. Because there's just no way for me to be working in someone's energy field um, and so not get information. How did you bring how did you bring all the mediumship into all that? It just happened. Okay. I can't I, I can't separate the two. I could, but why? Then I'm not bringing my whole self to the table when I work with the client. And my clients deserve to have everything that's in my arsenal shared with them. So there are psychic readings that happen, especially during discovery as we're talking mm -hmm. about um, what you want to work on. When I choose limiting beliefs that we're going to test. I oftentimes just get fed the statement from spirit and I just spit it out of my mouth. And oftentimes it ends up being what my client chooses to work on that day. And then of course the mediumship portion. And I know you, um, we've talked before about Reiki being an early, early part of your journey. Yeah, It was part of mine as well. Okay. And as I work with my clients um, in the timeline portion of a session, I can journey with them. I can sometimes actually see the event. And as they're working to release the emotion from their system, yeah, they're processing it. I don't do the work. Mm -hmm. I kind of watch over them and keep them tethered and safe. Um, but I can help clean up some of the residual energetics that are sitting in the physical form by bringing in my energy work into the session. But the mediumship, being open to hearing what spirit is sharing with me on behalf of the client, that is... 100% attributable to the work that you've led me through to get to where I am. And, you know, I love that because um, I always tell people when we first start, you know, not beginners, because beginners, everybody's just trying to figure out what, what they are. But literally, I always tell people when you start to get into the advanced classes, you start to find out who you are. You yeah. start to find at least the path you are in for right now, because those paths will change. They will always change. Mm -hmm. you know? But and I really, I, I never learned that as much as I did with my first advanced class I went through, you know, because I had a phone psychic, I had an animal communicator, I had somebody that was much better with hauntings than she was with a mediumship any day, you know what I mean? I mean, just the spectrum from left to right was like, wow. You know what I mean? Mediumship is just really, I always used to say like Reiki was a gateway drug. Well, I think mediumship is another gateway drug. You know what I mean? It is. Because it gets you to go, wait a second. 
and and I don't know if you felt this within yourself, but it's like, okay, psychic and mediumship work. It's I'm believing I, I, I'm going to believe you to teach me about something I can't see, something I can't feel, something I can't hear, something I can't know about because it's completely freaking invisible to me. And you're going to teach me that I can tap into that. Yes, I am. And it's real and it's tangible and it's all these. Yes, I'm going to teach you to do that. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that once start people go, wait a second, this crap's real. All of a sudden they start to go, wait a second, what else is real in here? What else can I do? What else is there? And they start to lo unlock what they've been told they can't do their whole lives to whatever it is. And mm -hmm. it might be you're like you're a Maybe you do psychic mediumship a little bit on the side, but maybe your gifts are to help you in your root cause. You know what I mean? And they're just making you that much better of a healer because you're going, wow, I can really do this now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm watching people do this going. And I always tell people in my classes, there's only going to be one or two of you that are going to go on to just do readings. Mm -hmm. And that sounds like bad, just do readings because readings are huge. Readings are amazing. They are. But not everybody is, is that going to be their main focus. Right. You know, we had somebody on here, Jen P, Jen Pepak, who's on here. She she was She's on here. She's amazing. Jen's a rocks. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, man. Jen is a phenomenal animal communicator. She is. She's certified under me. She is a, one of my certified. She's one of my best certified. I mean, not that they're all aren't amazing. I, I do say that about everybody. Sorry, Jen. But <laughs> I do because I believe in each one of them so blue, beautifully. But Jen came through and she goes, can I just be an animal? Yes, you can be an animal. Yes, and you're a rock star at it. And it's okay. So I love the fact that because you're getting close to the end of your class. I mean, we still have certification if you choose to go through certification. Absolutely. But have you found this journey to go, wow, who am I? Wow, mm -hmm. who am I? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it, 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 it's almost inexplicable for me anyway. Um, it's really hard, I think, for us as individuals to sit back and say, wow, I've changed here, 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 and here. Right. Because of the work that we did together. Right. Because of your mentorship, because of your care and concern. But in, in daily things, maybe not so much in, in big overall pictures, but in daily things, I can certainly see where my approach is different, where my processing is different. Um, my self-worth is better my self-confidence is better. And yes, those are two very different things. It took me a while to figure that out. My willingness to open my mouth, even at when I'm talking to customers at the store, my willingness to say, oh yeah, well, no, I'm a psychic medium. Right. It's like, oh, well, you know, wow, you didn't have to come into two untold two today. You had all day to relax. No, I've been working since six o'clock this morning. You have. And then we get to talk about the business. I'm saying to people, this is what I do. Mm -hmm. This is not just what I do, but it's who I am. Yeah. That's one of the greatest gifts that we get from working with you is to be able to say that, to be able to put into practice the things that we learn, those self-knowledge, the self-understanding, um, huge, huge, huge. And I think it's a belief in yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was, but that was the one that I fought the hardest. And I still have moments, of course. It wouldn't be normal if I didn't. Oh, 110%. <laughs> you know? 110% if you think about it. It's like, and I think that changes all the time. 
mm-hmm. you know, I think that changes all the time. Like, you know, I am um, right into, well, I was with somebody a couple of weeks ago who has perfected the art of needling me, of pushing me to the point of, I'm going to blow up now in front of 10 or 15 other people. And now I'm going to look like the idiot. And I had learned about that process and had been told in 2010 that because I can see and understand the pattern, I'm in control. Okay. That was a game changer. It didn't mean that I didn't still stomp away. Right. It didn't mean that I didn't react and have some tell, right? That the game worked. Right. But most recently... I was able to just let it go, let it go, let it go. And then when my body started to go into contraction, I could identify it almost immediately. Right. And I could say, I'm out Mm -hmm. and walk away, but walk away, not stomp, not pout, not your body language telling everything. Just walk away. That's not mine. I can't fix that. Yeah. But I can fix this. Exactly. And I can just, I can process it differently. I can walk away from the, the ranting person in the grocery store who's really not even ranting about the thing in the moment that they seem to be reacting to, they're reacting to something else. Oddly enough, even though I'm not plugged in, so to speak, the open sign's not on, I get the info. Right. It doesn't mean I need to share it. It means it's a reinforcement for me that this is not about you. This is about their stuff. Mm-hmm. And you just walk away. It's like, huge for me in customer service, right? Mm-hmm. In customer service, we're supposed to take it and play to it and placate the good. I'm sorry, I can no longer help you today, sir, but let me find someone who can. Right. Because I'm not, I'm not here for that anymore. Doormat, circle. I don't want to be a doormat. I don't choose to be a doormat. And I no longer allow myself to be a doormat. I love I that. Have to be in a forceful way announcing my decision, the only person who needs to know that I'm no longer open to being a doormat is me. Right. And because I understand that differently now, I can just stand in my own energy, my own power, my own truth, and simply choose differently. I love that. Yeah. So do I. (laughs) That That is so amazing. That is so amazing. Um, Rose says, wow, just stumbled onto this. And it's exactly what I need to need to take a look into classes. <laughs> I want to put that up there because. Yes. Rose. Um, Rose, for my classes, I'm going to put Deidre's back up there. But if you're looking at my classes, yes. I'm just going to put my website up there because I'm not sure which classes you're talking about. So um, you have a beginners, a summer beginners class. That I you're am going to do a summer beginners. Somebody asked me to. Um, Anyway, um, yeah, so there's, I am going to do a summer's beginners and obviously summer intermediate because they're just right into it. And if they want to go in advance, we'll do that. So Rose, there's my website, Um, It's going to stay in the comments here, Rose. It's under the WLTKDB logo. There is that. And I'm going to put Deidre's back up here. I lost all the way up here. Um, Deidre's is right here, Rose. Um, if you're looking at with her um, and her root cast therapy and her mediumship also. So, cause I really want to highlight Deidre today cause she's fucking amazing and I love her, you know? So those are both of them, you know? Um, I love it. I love it. I love it. So what do you have coming 
in the, in the <gasps> future. What do you have coming, darling? Well, I'm always open for scheduling on my website for private readings, for root cause therapy sessions, for a free consultation to find out if root cause therapy is right for you. Um, today is the beginning of June. So on July 1st, I will be joining all of you at Broadhead Manor at the fundraiser. I was invited to come and play game, play with you all. And it's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. Blast. What a great cause. And, and I'll be back from, I'll be back from Mexico. My tattoo will be finished. Yay. Do you want to peek? Ooh. Can you tell what it is yet, guys? Other than a, being a cover up. Is it a phoenix? No, it's a raven. A raven. Well, duh. That was a stupid question, Deidre. <laughs> I know better than that. All the way down here. I can't all see All the way up. And here's his body. And I don't know if I can get close enough for you to see his face. Ooh. Once he's done, oh. I have to have my nine and three quarters because I'm a Harry Potter buff. I love it. I oh. cannot wait to see that in person. It's beautiful. I will be showing that off in a month. So let's see. Shall I one more session. Hopefully it's just one more session. Oh. And it'll be completely done. It's like mini acupuncture sessions that go on forever. Okay. Um, this is so acupuncture, guys. This is acupuncture. No, 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 no. <laughs> you just go to your, your Reiki place. I just look after like, I don't know, four and a half hours. I looked at her, I said, I'm starting to get a little tender. She's like, tender? Yeah. Getting yeah. sensitive. I did that. <laughs> She's looking that at me like, are you tapping? Not tapping. Just say it's starting to get sensitive. <laughs> and she's like, I'm going to tap you out. <laughs> You're gonna have to admit it for me. Yes. <laughs> gonna I remember that with my big back one. Yes. Oh, my back is well. I'm gonna add more to it though. So I thought there's something else going on. I'm I'm hitting up some of the paracons. I'll be out walking around doing the shake and howdy. I'm not necessarily vendoring at all of them. That's okay. Um, but I am going. And then in September, I'll be at the Illuminate Festival in Naperville. Ooh, and then the following week. I'll be at the Illuminate Festival in Bloomington, Illinois. I am not do just that. doing table reads. I'm doing workshops. I love that. Super I need excited. to show up and do those. Yeah. I need to show Come join us. I, I need to join you guys and Judy. I miss Judy. Yeah, yeah. 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 She's amazing. Judy is awesome. I'm working on putting together an online workshop. Oh, yeah. look at you go, girl. Rose, there you go. There's your workshop oh, online. I had a friend recently post about being exhausted from peopling. And I was looking at all of the comments from other people on that thread. And I thought, let's do this. We're going to do a workshop. And we're going to talk about shielding and grounding and bubble up buttercup. And I put that in quotes when I say it. Um, Butter, bubble up buttercup. That's my thing. That's, that's your line. Up and roll for me, please. Bubble Christina up and I were talking about that on um, another show. And I we used to call it turtling up. Butter. I like bubble up buttercup, but you know, I it's a kind of phrase. I got to put it in quotes when I use it. Yes. I love that phrase. I love it. I love it. I love it. So keep your eyes and ears open. Um, the Facebook page is Deidre and Friends. That's the business page. Um, the website will have the information as well, but we're going to make it an event bright, super affordable, 90 minutes. Let's get in. Let's get out. Let's figure out what how you can help yourselves keep from getting so overwhelmed and inundated. Did I do this right? Deidre and friends? You did. It's actually the ampersand, but yes, it's Deidre and friends. Screwed it up, guys. But close. Yeah, you didn't screw it up. <laughs> There's no screw-ups. There's no You're going to find so many ways to Deidre, it's not even funny. And all roads <laughs> lead to Deidre. 
all roads lead to the D's. <laughs> Double D's. <laughs> I thank you so much, Deidre, for coming on and just sharing you and all that you do. Oh my gosh, to, to see how you have just explored you has been awesome. And I hope everybody comes to watch Deidre uh, Wednesday morning, 10 a.m. Is that correct? 10 a.m.? Wednesday morning, 10 a.m. This week, we are bringing in a new reader to join Ooh, the show. Who's the new Never reader? On self-care. Jill Remitsnyder is going to join me. This Jill! Oh, my God. Jill's awesome. She's amazing. In August. I love Jill. We're also going to talk about um, bringing spirit into your everyday life and your career and how that works. Oh, this is going to be. I don't think she knows that yet, but you know, cats are out of the bag now. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a guys. You're going to want to watch Jill. I mean, you normally yeah. you have a, a monthly reader, Lori Brew, down there, which yeah. is that's always mind blowing. I you guys don't know this, but I sit back and I watch you guys. No, we know. Every once in a while, I jump on with a question. <laughs> really? Come here. So yeah. somebody Lori and I are. Here's the cat out of the bag for everybody. Good morning, Addie. How are you? you say hi, Deidre? Hi, Deidre. She got ready, and her hair is brushed because she's doing the card pull today, everybody. Yay. Miss Addie's doing the card pull, and she knew to come in at 1030. So we're yeah. going to tell Deidre, have a great morning. Have a great morning. And we're going to tell her, thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. And thank we'll see you soon. And for everybody else, we'll be back in a few minutes here with WLTKDB.com. And Eddie's doing the card pull, guys. Bye, guys. Bye -bye, Thank, you so much. Thank you. Okay, guys, we are picking up cards today. This has been a minute. This has been a minute. So she has picked up the cards. For everybody that does not know, this is Miss Addie. Okay. Hello. Hello. This is my grandbaby, my Nana baby, is what I call her, my Nana girl. Anyway, because she calls me Nana, she doesn't call me Grandma. So Addie is, because it is Memorial Day and she has got the day off, she is going to pull the cards for five card stud. And we're going to talk. Today about is Memorial Day for me. Yeah. I have no school. <laughs> I usually have school on Mondays, but uh, we'll see you on. <laughs> Not today, huh? There is no Memorial Day left. <laughs> That's it, huh? Just the one for the year? Mm -hmm, just one. Mm -hmm. So, we're going to let Addie pull the cards. So, everybody, we are, I work all day Wednesday. There you go. <laughs> So, but basically what we're going to do, guys, for anybody that has not played five cards done with us before, we're using an Oracle card deck. And basically what's going to happen is you pick one card, two card, four cards, all five cards, whatever you want to do. This is your reading for the week. 
Okay. You're going to use all those? Well, we have to use whatever cards that come through. Okay. Addie picked the Monology deck this week, guys. I told her pick whatever deck, and she picked the Monology card. So pick card number one. What's card number one? So card number one is communication is key. What's communication mean? Does that mean talking? No, nope, it doesn't match any of those. It matches one. Kind of, yeah. Let's leave this alone. So card number one is communication is key. Okay, and this is a card, first card. Hold on. Addie picked for today. You're going to hold it up. And I'm going to tell you what, if you pick card number one, this is really about you learning to talk. You learn, Communication is not necessarily communicating with everybody else around you guys. Communication really comes from source. It comes from yourself. Learning to talk to yourself. Learning that, you know what, you need to come in here and you need to draw this out of yourself first. So communicate. Know what you want. Know who you are. You need to start working on this. Card number two. What is card number two? Time for healing. Can you can you pull that up? See, put this up. Pick it up so people can see it. They pop. Time for healing. Time you, for healing. Yeah. So if you pick card number two, this is this is your time. This is your time to go within. This is your time to go. You know what? And these cards are starting to make sense across the board too. But if you picked card number two, time for healing. This is your time to kind of look within and go. Okay, I need to. I need to start looking in here. What do I need? What do I need to do for myself? Card number three. What is that? Adjust, adjustments are required. Can you show that to them? Adjustments are required. So if you pick card number three, this is saying that. Wait a second. I need to look at me and what do I need to change? What what to, about me is no longer working and what do I need to change? And that's card number three. Card number four is, let me read it, let me read it. It's time to release negativity. Time, what's time to release number negativity? What's that mean? Let go of the negative stuff, huh? Let go of the negative stuff. That's right. And the last card for five cards done is... Hold your vision. Hold your vision. So does that mean when you see something that you want for yourself, hold on to that? Is that what that means? I'm trying that. I can say that. Yeah. So this really is about you looking at going, oh, my God, I know this is what I want. This is what I want. You need to hold on to that, okay? This is number Card number one is communication is key. Card number two is yeah. Time for healing. Card number three is adjustments are required. Number four is it's time to release negativity. And card number five is hold your vision. And there you go. So when you look at all five of these cards, if you're like me, and I know Tim there, you can have one extra one. This oh. is an extra one, which I actually pulled six cards because I wanted to have an extra one. So it says, be bold and make the first move. That is so cool. And it makes so much sense, doesn't it? So when you're looking at all these. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yep. So when you're looking at all these cards and you're putting them together, this is your week that you are going within. You're looking at yourself. You're going, I need to dig this up. I need to find out what's going on. You're, this is a week of healing for you guys, you're, but you're going in to find out the healing within you. No. So basically what you're looking at is this isn't a, 
you know what, you're not, you're just, you're going in and you're saying, what do I need to change within me? What do I need? What I want this in life. What do I have to do to make this happen? And this is going to, this is about healing guys. This is about yes. healing. But I think Addie was right when she said she needed the extra cog. I mean, the girl, girl is gifted and says, be bold to make the first move, which means you're the one that's got to do the work. Nobody else is going to do the work, but you. Okay. Yes. Now Addie wanted to pick a different deck. Cause you guys know that well, we always pick a second card from our card from the second deck. So we're going to do that. I'm going to put these up. You ready for those? Perfect. Can we get them I out? just had to open it. And the next card she wanted to pick was the Divine Feminine card. Now, we have not used these in a long time, guys. So, hey, Michael. So basically, I'm going to have her pull whatever pretty lady out of this card, this deck. And we're going to talk about Because remember, this, this card is going to go with the rest of the cards, okay? So open the page up. Open the page. Nani never uses the book. Pick a card, Dart. Pick one card. Hey, I pick, pick seven card. cards. One card. Pick seven. No, one card. Okay. Can I pick Ooh. five? Oh my gosh, guys, this is so fitting. It's the card she picked as that card that the extra card for everything is the white buffalo calf woman. The prophecies of the sacred way. My heart is a compass. The path of love is true abundance. Okay. There's so much more to this card. Honey, please don't. There's so much more to this card because the white buffalo calf woman, actually the, the story of her, when it comes into, especially when it comes to these cards that we picked for the first part of the reading, she always depicted to the Native, Native American culture. Not all of them. It's actually only... Um, I learned Native certain, Americans. You did. So, But she said that she would return and she would she came to a vision, in a vision, in a vision and she came to the people... And she came in the vision. She came as a white buffalo, born as a white buffalo. Okay, and that she would roll four times, representing four different colors. But those four different colors, she would say the buffalo would change those four different colors. And when she did, when she got to the last color, it was bringing all nations together, all people together. Okay, so this is a great time of healing. When she would come back, really, it would be about a great time of healing. Now the prophecy has already been, has already come true. No. I mean, you can pull them. We're not going to talk about them. Um, so the prophecy has already come true with her once, and she came through with a miracle, a buffalo called Miracle in Janesville, Wisconsin, and Miracle has since passed away. But it's phenomenally beautiful how she does. And the cool thing about not only is that card being pulled again, but another white buffalo has just been born in Wyoming over this last week. And it's very rare to have a true white buffalo born, okay? So, which is pretty magical, guys. So, I'm going to tell you this card represents a lot, especially when you're looking at the last cards that were pulled and we were looking at the healing and the changes and and finding your own way. So, pretty beautiful that that's the card Addie would pick. What did you pick for extra cards? She's got, I am one with my soul. My soul is a legacy of love. And we'll read this one. It says, I am pure strength. I honor my anger by giving voice to it. Okay. Okay. Uh, I give endless because the light is without end. My soul is all I need. And what's the last one? As, ooh, Bridget. Ooh, I love Bridget. I am an eternal flame, and each day my light grows brighter. So beautiful. Those are the cards and the wisdom of Addie, because Addie is phenomenal. I love this little girl, and she's so gifted and so talented. It's unbelievable. Yes, the fact that her parents let her come in and do this with me is even more beautiful and phenomenal. So. Um, 
we're going to wrap it up today, guys, because it is Memorial Week, um, everybody. Oh, we need to talk about the shows, don't we? We need to talk about these shows. We need to bring them up. And I know it's in here someplace because I downloaded every week. And what do I do with it? Every week. And I don't even know why I do that. Is it in the downloads? It is in the downloads a few times. So let's bring it up. The shows that we have for the week, guys, right after us at noon is going to be Michael, Christopher, and Jen. No agenda with Mike and Jen. Tonight is Be the Change with Christina Bloom at 8 p.m. Both amazing shows. Tomorrow morning, we start with Exploring the Paranormal with Heather Lee at 9 a.m. And that's Dr. Heather Lee. Ane with Ane Shin is at 5 p.m. Unfiltered with me and Mike is at 6 p.m. And God bless, nothing gets in the way that we can do that show this week. Because the last three weeks, we haven't been able to come on. And then right after that, it's Moment to Moment with Linda Hope at 7 p.m. Talking with Spirit. Our spirits are talking with Lisa Silverman is at 9 p.m. And Paranormal Pete with Pete Orbea is at 10 p.m. Now, Wednesdays, we do start the morning with the self-care show with Deja Sanford at 10 a.m. The Psychic Hour with Kelly Brickles at 3. May 31st, which is this week, guys. Soul Guides with Roddy Blood starts. And that's at 6 p.m. Haunted Locations in 60 Minutes with Nicole or Nick Sarlo and Diana Henry is at 8 p.m. Nick is probably at Great America right now. Who knows? Uh, CMP on with Kelly Eckhart and Cheryl Murphy is at 10, 9 p.m. Another phenomenal show. Thursdays, we start with Chat with Charlie with Stephanie Lynn, or Stephanie Lynn at 9 a.m. Universe with Stephanie and Rob is at 6 p.m. Realm of Darkness with Ashley Moreno is at 7 p.m. And by the way, guys, Ashley's going to be one of my guests over this next month. Um, Passport to Paranormal with uh, Dr. Heather Lee and Joe Frank starts June in June. And that'll be at 9 p.m. when it does start. Voice of Oneness with Amara Bonet is at 10 p.m. Starting our Friday morning is Soul and Synergy Radio with Terry and Danny at 10 a.m. The Psychic Hour Reading Show is at 3 p.m. on Friday. Twilight Tonight with Dee Dee Moonflyers at 6 p.m. And Haunted Voices with Todd Bates and Nicole Strickland is at 10 p.m. That is our show lineup. That's what we do. We're always got more coming, guys. And as always, guys, if you want to advertise, if you have a business, you want to advertise, please, please, please reach out to WLKDB.com, fill out the form, send it in. Remember, our advertise, your advertisements stay with our podcast forever. We don't get rid of those. We leave those in. So you're paying for the current, but they're staying there for life. Okay, as long as our podcasts are up and going, you're going to find them there. And as always, guys, if you want to show, if you have a voice, please, 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 again, WLKDB.com. We're always looking for new shows, new voices, new platforms. Let's make this happen. Um, and if you've missed this show, if you come to this point and run, oh my God, I missed the show, go to the archives, guys, go to the podcast, because again, we are on Podbeam Radio. This this show itself, you can find it on Podbeam Radio, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Audible, Amazon Music, Spotify. Oh my gosh, if there's a podcast form, you're going to find me there. And please click on subscribe. Let us know you're watching. Let us know you're downloading, because... Honestly, guys, that is what keeps fueling me. As long as there's downloads happening and people showing up, I know I'm making a difference. I know I'm making a change. I'm giving a voice to people and answering so many questions. So please, please, please go out there, hit the subscribe button. Let us know you're there. You know, um, it's a beautiful forum. Now, next week, next week, I have 
Miss Lindsay on, and she is our hypnofertility lady. She was supposed to be on last, last month was in April. It just was not happening, unfortunately, but we are making it happen. It is June 5th that she is coming on Lindsay hypnofertility, um, which is going to be just a really good subject, a really, really phenomenal good subject. So come on in, say hi. Okay, everybody. Um, I will see you guys um, hopefully tomorrow night, but either way, I'll definitely see you next week. This has been Diet here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. Don't forget, Addie did the card pull this week. So see you guys soon. Bye-bye, guys. The truth is here and now on WLTKDB Talk Radio at WLTKDB.com.